Listen, listeners, okay? I have heard that y'all got smoke for the boy, but y'all want to keep going to Tune Day to say something about it. If you got smoke for at John Bowie on Instagram, I'm here for the smoke. Don't be running. I'm here for it. Don't be bringing my guy Tune Day into it because he wants to love everybody. Nah, if it's for me, give it to me. All right, Tune Day, is that is that's what we need to let the people know? Sure. And, and don't make it sound like a bad thing because I love people. Whatever. Nah, fuck that. I'm out here. I love people too. And I'm a, that's why I'm honest with them. So I'm going to say how I feel. And if y'all don't like it, don't be running to Tune Day like he going to save you. He ain't going to save y'all. He not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, 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 welcome back to an episode of the Summer 16 Podcast. The podcast between two friends that met in the summer of 2016 in Portland, Oregon. As always, we got the boys, Dr. Tunde Kenya K at T-A-U-T underscore seven on the Instagram and myself, Jonathan Bowie. I always got to, I'll be forgetting to say like my whole name, Jonathan Bowie, or you can just find me on Instagram, John Bowie. It doesn't really matter. Um, on today's episode, we have quite a bit to, to cover. I mean, as always, right? We're going to just catch up a little bit. We have a double say what segment because a lot of stuff just made us say what, because it's crazy out here. It, you yeah. know, did you know, Tunde, that sports can be racist? Man. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I mean, listen, we've thought. come so far. Not sports, I right? Sports was like the ultimate meritocracy. I thought that that was our safe space. It's enough of us. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We got some stuff for y'all. Also, we got some current events. Um, maybe some of y'all out there got them stimmy checks. We're going to talk about it a little bit, uh, mostly just because social media has had a field day with it, as well as Nike's maternity ad. It was something that um happened and there's been a lot of feelings about it some good hopefully all good but you know shoot i think there's a conversation around it that is worth mentioning uh we're going to give you guys our waxing hypothetical uh based on what would you do if you could get a little money in your pocket mm-hmm. and then of course we're going to end the show with our audio visual and mental recommendations and so let me get out of the way and say yo tune day what's good what up dog uh nothing much nothing much yo you know it's, it's monday i'm here um the weekend as always was way too short uh, man let's see what did, I, what did i do this weekend oh i you ran um, a half marathon talk yeah, about it let's talk about half, it ran a half yesterday um it was literally sunny the entire week <laughs> and then i said i signed up for the uh taj mahal virtual half marathon and i said the the, the race date was yesterday so I was like, oh, no, I'm going to keep true to the rules. I'm going to run it on Sunday, even though I, I could have run it on Saturday. And I looked at, I looked outside when I woke up. I was like, yo, this is some bullshit. It was pouring raining. But, you know, I did, I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. So. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I want to thank you, okay? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to thank you because I also ran this weekend. Uh, I've been running a little bit. I've been kind of quiet about it, but I, I did it. I know. I'll I, I be, you know, I'll yeah, you know, Strava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I be, you know, kind of in the cut with my runs, but I did get a little 10K in. 
uh, over the weekend only because y'all quasi shamed me into uh, getting out and active, but it was, it was for the best, you know, let's, 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 let's bring back positive shaming. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're going to shame someone to make them better, I'm here for positive shaming, right? Shame, shame to get the best out of people. I I was in a, (laughs) we were in our group earlier. One of our friends was talking. Oh yeah. Like like lifting earlier. Oh yeah. And then one of our other friends was like, "Yo, don't be like this other friend." And uh, Facts. and he, he got he got uh, weight loss surgery. <laughs> yeah, tell me something. Did they actually get weight loss surgery? No, nah, he did it. He oh, did I was because I was reading that and I was like, and I, you know, I'm always like hella iffy in the group text anyway. I was reading that and I was like, oh, did really? <laughs> I said, oh. At, at first, I was I was gonna ask did he get, did he get a BBL, but I was like, I don't want him to get mad at me thinking. Oh, well, I was about to ask you what BBL was, but that's Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. mad wild. You're <laughs> mad wild. <laughs> I, I did get tummy tight because last, last, not, not last year, year before last, that was summer 2019. He did lose like a lot of weight, like for this trip that they went on. So yeah, yeah, and I mean, and, and good again, positive shaming. What is wrong? Like, what is wrong with that? Nothing's really wrong. Positive shaming. This is this is a safe space for positive shaming today. So if you have I like any to call shame, it encouragement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Encouragement. Encouragement. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's like it. harsh encouragement. Yes, brutally honest encouragement. Yeah, there it is. Okay, look at and that's marketing. Look at you, you freaking genius. Um, good, good, good. Okay, and um, let's see, anything else worthwhile? I mean, so it's it's worth mentioning because we didn't talk about it last week, and it doesn't look like we're gonna talk about it again this week. But you did not watch Coming to America. No, I didn't. No, Why? Yeah. Uh, so. I have this thing, right, where if I watch, especially with comedies, right, if I watch an original and I, I absolutely love the movie, I'm so scared to watch the sequel. Like, I, I've had, um, I've had Anchorman 2 Blu-ray for Bruh. like, for like six or seven years, and it has, it still has like the plastic wrap on it because I'm, I'm so scared that's not going to live up to the original. Wait, so you, you didn't even watch Anchorman 2? I haven't seen it. Shit. I haven't seen it. Like, like, like. If you know me, I quote Anchorman so all the time. I'm, that, my mind is blown yeah. right now. That and Nacho Libre, I quote a lot. Because if you say Sex Panther <laughs> to me one more time before I'm like talking about going yeah. on a date and putting on yeah. cologne, Sex Panther by Odeon. I'm gonna fight you, bro. Like, I swear, every time I talk about about to put on some cologne or something, you be like Sex Panther, and I'm like, bro, get yeah. a life, bro. 50 of the time, it works every time. But, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I think Comics in America is one of those things where like I have such reverence for the original, like, and I, and it didn't help that a lot of people are, are like it's not good, but I do want to see for myself. But I'm just like, uh, I don't know, because seeing the seeing a bad sequel can either make you love the original even more or just Bruh. look at it like, oh, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'll, I'll admit, you know, because I did watch Coming to America, and you know similar feeling like i had disgustingly low expectations and i think that's why it was like quasi enjoyable for me because i went in knowing that it was going to be a trash comedic sequel uh it wasn't a good movie and i I can't like in good conscience be like hey you really need to go like watch coming to america like it's it's so good like wow but i mean there were like some moments where i like appreciate it like you know to see eddie murphy bring out just a ton of black entertainers and celebrities from the 90s that was kind of nice um i think tayana taylor stole the show i heard about that boy hey 
she was looking good, good, looking good. Um, other than I'm, that, like I want to ask you a question about her off the ooh. air, though. Off the air? Come on now, yeah, man. Yeah. Is it inappropriate? It's not inappropriate, but I just want to get your your take on her attractiveness. Yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. talk about it. Let's okay, do it. fuck it, fuck it. Let's just do it. it. Let's do it. We ain't scared. Uh, I they think... can't cancel us. We're too big to fail. I th- are we? Are, are we? we? Are we? Are, are we? Are we the big banks? We're the perfect size. To fail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think she's very attractive. Like yes. Um. Uh, body wise, like ten yeah. out of ten. Ten yeah. out of ten. Face wise, I think she's all the way there. And I think, like, uh, uh, I think, I think that a lot of people don't find her face attractive because she has. What I would say, um, some masculine features. She has really high cheekbones. She has very, she has like very um, masculine features. I wouldn't say ma- yes. Okay, masculine features. But outside of that, I think that she has like very, uh, like Afrocentric features. Like she has really, really big lips. She has like a really wide nose, and then like. And sure. I personally think that's attractive, right? And then so like, for sure, instance, sure, sure. Say that to somebody like, um, there's there's like discussion today on Twitter about about Cardi B, like her at the what was yesterday? Grammys, the Grammys, the Grammys was yesterday. At the Grammys, like she had like a picture and they're like talking about her nose and how slim it looks now because she obviously had a nose job, right? A nose job, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. so like, there's this thing with Tiana, like where she's not conforming to like Hollywood and like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she's keeping. Like those more Afrocentric features. Yeah, I think there there's contingent of people who say, "Oh, she's masculine." Another contingent of people who say, "Oh, sh- sh- subconsciously she has these these Afrocentric features mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that that's gonna drop her a few pegs below, right?" And sure, sure. Personally, sure. I don't have a problem with that. Sure. Um, yes, she her face does have some masculine features, but yeah, Tiana Taylor's obviously all woman. She's she's bad as hell. Listen, so <laughs> and, this, and I want I want to I want to you know, clarify this really quick. Like, I think saying that she has Afrocentric features is not saying that she has masculine features. Yeah, like, they're two separate, they yeah. are two separate things. So I'm saying like, you know, masculine features kind of just in reference to like her jaw bones and like the angle or whatever, whatever. But like, yeah, in terms of like her lips and her nose and whatever, like being more Afrocentric, that does not make her necessarily unattractive to me. Huh? I think her lips actually give her like- Boy, listen, like, I was going to say, that's a points. bonus. That's like <laughs> bonus for her, G. Um, uh, but again, body, like 11 out of 10. It's insane. It's insane. Um, and for her face, like, I mean, I, I think it's like, she's attractive. You know what I'm saying? She's not like a 10 in the face for me, but like, you know, like uh, seven, you know, like a seven face, but shorty cold. I think Taylor Taylor's, I think Taylor Taylor's cold. Yeah, for sure. Um, easy. So let's see, that's not bad. You could have asked that. See, look, we handled, oh, I mean, that. You know. we handled that very professionally. I'm sure nobody's listening to this right now. Like, why are you rating women? That's so problematic. Like, no, we're not doing that. I don't, listen. We are admiring listen, a beautiful listen. woman. That's what people do. Honestly, whether they admit it or not, whether you're allowed to talk about it in public or not, like that's, I feel like that's how we move through the world is by like rank ordering things. Which uh, as a preview to my, uh, one of my AVMs, rank ordering things, like. Oh yeah, yeah. you you posted this today, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna need to talk about that. But it's, it's true though, like, and again, like I'm, 
I, you know, even to a fault, like I'd be big on the truth. So, you know, I got to work on it, but nonetheless, let us not digress too much. The only thing I'll say about the last thing I'll say about our two things, last thing I'll say about Tana Taylor. Um, one, I didn't realize that she was on my super sweet 16 forever ago. Oh yeah. 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 I yeah like that was like my first introduction to her. I didn't even realize that was her until like significantly later. That's one. The yep. second thing is, uh, the fade video is unreal. Yes. Unreal. And Tayana Taylor killed it. Um, I, I had heard something where like, she does have this, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, some genetic thing where her proportions of her body, like while it is like natural, like it's not a, a typical thing for a woman to just be built like so amazingly as she is. So you know, the fade video is like highlighting a lot of these things, but it's like, you know how they always want to come at the, you know, the media by saying they're like glorifying women with proportions that aren't achievable, all that, whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that, there's a part of that, but like Tana Taylor, from everything that I've understood is a natural woman, she's just fucking blessed. And so, you know what, I'm allowed to appreciate it. And shout out to Shumpert, you know what I'm saying? Because my man is, is hitting it on and off the court threes i mean buckets yeah threes. yikes yeah. buckets yeah swish Put it in. <laughs> uh, let's get started man let's get rocking and rolling all right yeah speaking, um, speaking of basketball speaking about oh look at that okay segue come through uh <laughs> our say what segment so we doubled up on the say what and it's it it, it happened a little too perfectly um a, a perfect storm of racism in, in sports uh you know we are halfway through the month of March. March Madness is starting up. And so, you know, basketball is on the front of mind for a lot of folks. And so, you know, about a week or two ago, uh, there was this article, uh, and I'll read the headline really quick. Creighton's coach, Greg McDermott, apologizes for telling his players to stay on the plantation. Uh, and so I instantly saw this and I was like, what? Like, in what context? Does that even make sense? You're in the huddle as a head coach of a basketball team, a sport that we all. No, 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 no. It, it was it was a post game. It was a post game, was it? It was post game. Oh, it was in the locker room. Yep, post game. Even they, better. After, after they lost. Even better. Oh, oh, right. You're right. You know what? As a matter of fact, you're right. And he was, and um, but his quote to the team after the loss was, "Guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation." And like, what would you do if you were a player, and that was your post game speech today? Uh, to be honest, honestly, if I was at that age, like I'm, I'm In college. I think I'm I'm nineteen, twenty year old Tunde. Like, I'd be pissed, but like, I don't think I say anything in that moment. Um, just being honest, like just thinking about how I was back then. Uh, somebody. In authority, authority positions is talking like this. I'm like, ugh, like it, it's yeah. fucked up what he said. Like, I don't understand how you make that analogy. Like, you could have said, bruh, he just watched 12, else. <laughs> he just watched 12 years of slave, or or they was somebody was just talking about Harriet Tubman on the 20s, and it just popped in his mind, like, no, 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 don't leave. Like, we all need to stay on the plantation, guys. That's how we're gonna move forward together. It's like, bro, what? Why does yeah. coach talking to black I think, ass? I think they suspended him for like uh how many games well he got suspended for a couple games yeah and he's back coaching now he's back coaching in in the big east tournament yep uh 
it's 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 really fucked up. Like like I said, he li- he literally could have said anything. He could have said, like, I know. He could say, "Don't jump ship now." Right. Could have said, <laughs> like, it it, it could have said just like you know whatever. But he oh, said, said, like oh, the team man. is is mostly black men. I know. I know. And this is what and like as a, the the optics of that is just terrible. Like as a white in man, the middle of Indiana too, bro. Come on. And, and you know what? I'm happy because they, they, they lost. Um, sorry for the kids who, you know, who lost, but they got blown out in the Big East um, championship I mean, game yeah. uh, to, to Georgetown. And I just wonder, I personally, I personally wonder how mad I would be because like, you know, the thing is obviously you or I and everybody who's probably hearing this could feel some type of way, but you know, when you have like a relationship with your coach and like you've, you know, he recruited you, you know, you got an education like you might have been there two three four years and have like this long-standing relationship and then like to have something like that happen do you think that I mean you have to think that there were some of the players that was just like bro that was like hella dumb to say but they weren't really like outraged about it yeah you know what I'm saying where like I think external to that locker room was much more outraged than internal to the locker room because yeah. I think the players would have been like fam like you bugging coach like what is you doing and that's why he was just like, oh, shit, let me go on Twitter real quick. But yeah, shit was crazy. Uh, but I guess that's a parallel to this next story. And so you came with this one, which is also yeah. crazy. This happened, so, this happened last week as well. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so there was an announcer in Oklahoma. It was his this announcer's name is Matt Rowan. And Matt Rowan, like he he um, called this, I guess, a girls high school basketball playoff game against it was the Norman Norman high school girls were playing Midwest city. And before the game during the national anthem, the Norman high school girls, they, as a team took a knee and he literally was like, Oh, um, he said, uh, are they taking a knee? Uh, I basically, I, we're taking a knee. I hope those niggers lose niggers lose. We how hard are. Well, uh, he said, he said, Fucking N words. Oh, so fucking fucking niggers. Sorry. Kevin, get the fucking. Just an infant, like just throw that extra body shot in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about high school girls, bro. Wild. Yep. And so he he, he believed that his mic wasn't recording, but it was. It went out over the over the air, um, over the internet, whatever. And he, um, everyone was, of course, was outraged, and he put out a statement. <laughs> <laughs> the press release, I'm sorry, it said, uh, I, Matt Rowan, on Thursday, March 11th, most regrettably made some statements that cannot be taken back during the, the, the game, whatever. He said a, uh, a word that um, there's no such excuse uh, that, have, that should have been uttered. He says, I'm a family man. I am married. I have two children, already given the qualifiers. Uh, and at one time, <laughs> I was a youth pastor. I continue to be a member of a Baptist church. Got to bring religion into it, too. Of course. Uh, I'm not only embarrassed and disappointed in myself, I embarrassed and disappointed in my family and friends. And here's where the bullshit comes in. I will state that I suffer type 1 diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking. While not excusing my remarks, he just did, uh, <laughs> right. it, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes. I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. I do not believe that I would have made such horrible statements absent my sugar spiking. I'm not gonna read the rest. It's like a, like another couple sentences, but oh. that is the, that has to be 
or takes the cake for the most outrageous reason for racism? Oh, well, I know you're not going to read the, the rest of it, but, you know, I'll just let everyone know that a lot of it was just kind of absolving his colleague from any responsibility because he wasn't there at the table alone. Um, of course, that he also added that he has never considered himself to be racist um, and he apologized. Never do. Never no, then, uh, right. You know, what's always funny about this or about like racism and everything. You know, what's funny about racism uh, <laughs> is that no one says they're racist and no. but racism is a lot like no one is out here like hey like i know a racist like oh yeah like i know this guy's racist that guy's racist. like no one ever says that yet it's out there you know this also reminds me of remember like forever ago when i was telling the story about the guy with tourettes that kept calling me a nigger yeah like now that's not the same but like this how like i guess some medical condition could you know elicit I, i'll do you one better racism i'll do you one better i think i told this story on social media this past weekend but on friday as i was running um in seattle i was running across the intersection and then mm. at the bottom of a hill and there's a stop sign and then this car uh, old like an older mercedes-benz was like basically speeding was 25 look like the car was doing about 40. Facts. So I was like, oh, I'm crossing the street. I look to my right. I see this car coming. So I stop in the middle of the intersection because I told a story on the podcast as well. Two summers ago, I got hit by a car. So, so wait, when you say you stop in the middle of the intersection, it's like I, the car would hit you or it's like you I, you ran off the sidewalk? No, no, I'm still in the intersection, but I stopped before I get to that side of the intersection where he would be. Oh, okay. Like we're oncoming I'm traffic. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, so this man literally goes through the line at the stop sign mm -hmm. and it has he stops in the intersection like where i would have been of course of course it's a, it's a nice day outside so he has his windows down so like i'm still in the intersection i'm looking i'm like maybe like three or four feet from his car mm. i'm looking at like i might have my gator pulled up my, my mask Thanks. so I'm, look, I'm looking at him and he's looking at me i'm looking eye at contact y'all was making eye contact oh, of course of course I'm, like, I'm waiting for him and i have my airbus i took it out yeah, so, you did, because you so, wanted to uh, smoke. Yeah, my AirPods, you take out the AirPods, it stops the music. So I'm like, I'm waiting. For, I, was, I didn't want to smoke. I'm waiting for him to say, my bad or something. Because like, fam, you would have hit me. Mm -hmm. So he looks at me, I look at him. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the apology. Nothing, right? <laughs> so like, like he, he, pull, he pulls forward into the intersection after traffic clears, makes a uh -huh. left. Now he's still looking back at me while he's driving. I'm, I turn, I look at him like, fuck You mean what? mugging the fuck out of this guy. Call it, call yeah. it like it is. Yeah, You're mean I, I mugging was, him, like, mean mugging him. With my eyes, sure. Because I, ha I had my gator pulled up, so he couldn't see anything. I didn't yeah, say Yeah, but your yeah. eyes said all that needed to be said, my G. Fine, fine, I'll take that. Like, I'll take that when you almost hit me with your car. Cool. Facts, facts. He screams out his window, you fucking nigger. Oh, <laughs> he's driving. Ooh. I was like, Ooh. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like at this point, like, I mean, what can I do? Like, I, I can't just chase him. I mean, I, I know I'm pretty fast, but I'm not like as fast enough to catch a car, Bruh. So like, I was like, you know what? Let me keep driving because one, if he like, I'm like, if he really was bothered, he'd have said it while I was right there, like beside him. But then yeah. I wonder what I would have done, right? Like, you would have snatched his ass out of his car, G, and been stomping on an old white man. I don't know if you got that violence in you like I, that. I, I don't think I do. Like, I don't it, think it, you got that violence. It's like, at the end of the day, it's just words. 
and I don't think I don't want to go to jail over over some Shit. bullshit. Uh, he would have to do something more than that, because I because I've been called a nigger before. Of course, wife. no, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like the first time, it really hurt. Like it really, really stung. Right. <laughs> like you're like you're like boom. That would hurt. That would hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't funny, but like I'm only laughing because like I can just imagine like when it happened, like how you were just like, why would. He- Oh, no, 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 he, he got, I was the bruss, and this happened after a bruh party, and he got, oh, he got molly whopped. yeah, 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 he, he was drunk, he was drunk, and like, yeah, so, but, oh my gosh, yeah, that, that was, imagine him, right, saying, man, my blood sugar was high, bro, I was about to say, like, I was like, where's your empathy, man, he was obviously going through a medical condition, yeah, oh, maybe, yeah, he had Tourette's, oh, maybe his blood sugar was low, racism is a diagnosed disease, bro, Racism is clearly a diagnosable disease because if if you got it, then it's not your fault. It's genetic. And, cl- and clearly, there's no racism in sports. No, no, of course not. Running on the street innocently, college basketball, high school sports. You ain't safe, baby. No, of course not. Of course not. Good lord, yeah. Tunde. Yeah. Like, yeah. But those, those this are is how toxic. Let me let me tell you how toxic I am, right? Because you know, like I saw you post that on your story, <laughs> and I called you afterwards. And I was like, damn, dog, like, am I just not running enough? Because no one's called me anywhere when I run. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, oh I need to I need to get more miles in because clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they got to. But it's like, I, maybe I need to post up in more intersections. You know, I need to hit hit, hit a few more neighborhoods to just let the true California. I mean, Green, Lake is a, Green Lake is a really nice part of Seattle. So maybe so thought I didn't belong there. So there's more racism there, even though you used to live like right there. Yeah. Goofy. Just just dumb. But it all makes us say what? Say what? Oh, that's, that's, so, that's so tragic. Uh, but let's keep, the, let's keep the energy high. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you survived. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that, my guy. Um, you it's know, yeah. I have a shoulder to cry on if you need it. <laughs> uh, but this is just Melon in March for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. We we can't win for losing. Um, so let's let's move off of this. You ready to to go on to uh, some current events? How do you feel? Yep, yep. ready. Right. I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you introduce this with your uh, your grace and understanding. Okay, okay. So the past two or three days, I've been seeing a lot of people post uh, Nike women's on Instagram. Nike women posted this this commercial. I haven't seen it on actual TV yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Um, basically, it's a commercial celebrating motherhood, celebrating maternity, um, it's just celebrating women in sports. Um, and it shows just uh, like Serena, how like, um, like her and her daughter like playing tennis. It shows a pregnant woman. Um, it's just overall, it I think it's a great commercial. It is, yeah. Well done. It's well done commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Nike does great commercials for like. When it comes to like any type of when it came to Black Lives Matter and like the whole campaign around Colin Kaepernick, when it, when it came to um, uh, when it came to social justice this like past year with with George Floyd and Ahmaud mm-hmm. Arbery, they, they, they just do a really good job with that. And even though I would say, even though this is a podcast sponsored by Brooks Running. Um, <laughs> Uh, once upon a time, I was, I like 
ran exclusively in 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 Nike and um had like a lot of Nike running stuff, basketball stuff, whatever, right? So coming into this topic, I I come from a, a point where like I, I don't hate Nike. Like we've had like of course we've had our debates. Debates on what's better. I think you, like you were like team Adidas, I was team Nike, whatever. Dang. And so as I was as I was watching the commercial for the first time last night, like the first thing I thought of was Alice and Felix. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I thought of Alice and Felix is because like of all time, like men, women, track, like within track and field, my favorite athlete of all time is Alice and Felix. Wow. Like I think she has the most graceful like stride like I've ever seen. Boy, you sound um, like a you sound like a real run running nerd right now, bro. Uh, two hundred on parallel, one hundred still beastly, four hundred like she's like jack of all trades. One of the homies met her at Penn Relays too. She's super yeah. sweet, you know, like, like dope. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the first thing I thought of was her story when it came to this because she previously was a nike athlete uh mm-hmm. then she she dropped she was she basically dropped nike and she wrote a story uh 2019 in may 2019 she wrote an opinion piece in the new york times and i and I, and I posted on my story i said you know this is a great commercial but it just makes me think of how nike did allison felix yeah and she yeah. talked about uh in this in, in her opinion piece she talks about how you know at 30 at 34 she talked about how like she decided to have, or 32, she, talk, she talked about how she, at that point, decided to start a family with her and her husband. Um, and, and at that point, let me give you some of her accolades at 32. Uh, six-time Olympic gold winner, not Olympic winner, six-time Olympic gold. Yeah. 11-time world champion. So she decided to have a family, even though she knew the risks of uh, how pregnant women are treated in you know sports in sports mm-hmm. so and this is around the same time that she was uh in 2017 she's gonna she's gonna come up or renew her contract with nike and so in 2018 this is when she had her daughter uh she had the emergency c-section at 32 weeks because she had severe preeclampsia which is basically threatening the life of her and her baby Shit. And so Nike come and came to the negotiation table and they said they want to pay her 70% less. Not like not, not like you know, give you 30 70% of your contract, 70% less, like 30% of what I was paying you before. Whoa, 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 wait. Oh, so they were gonna pay her 30%. So if they if she making ten dollars, they wanted to pay her three. Yes. God, I was thinking it was like 70% of the no. total. No, three out of ten. God. Yep. Dang. And then so she said, she said an opinion piece. If that's what they if that's what they think that she's worth, okay, fine. But then she said what she wouldn't wasn't willing to accept was that uh that she asked Nike to contractually guarantee that she wouldn't be punished if she didn't perform at her best around the months of childbirth, like you know, as she was pregnant in a couple and the months or you know, possibly a year following her childbirth she wouldn't be punished so she was willing to accept the 30 cents on the dollar yep 
mm-hmm. as long as they didn't punish her. Yep. Damn. And like you said, no. Sheesh. And then she said, since then they've been in a standstill, and then finally they dropped her. Sheesh. So she got picked up again, though, right? I'm not sure. Sheesh. Because, um, like, you know, I follow her on Instagram, but she, like, now she just, you know, before she was just wearing all Nike stuff. Now she's just wearing whatever. Right. Like, she's wearing Nike. She's wearing Yeezy. She's wearing, you know, uh, New Balance. She's wearing Brooks. Um, yeah. So, so, shout, um, out to, shout out to Brooks. Yeah. Uh, so then today, lo and behold, um, Alicia Montano, pregnant athlete, she, she posted under under or she quote tweeted nike on twitter and said i think you should watch this ad it reminds mothers that they are athletes it celebrates mothers it speaks truth it's powerful it's brilliant marketing i agree with every word in this ad i also think you should watch it this ad so that you will hold nike accountable for it and then Ashley felix said that uh this ad is beautiful and heartbreaking it celebrates all the right things but seems to ignore the struggle it took to get to this point and then so that's the that's now that's what I want I want to talk about on the podcast. Um, companies, uh, governments, um, people in general who like can come to like a better word, come to the light and see things or see the wrong that they've done in the past. Sure. And they and then they change their their behavior or they change their policies for the good. Just like Nike did, like they they're sure. they're they're supporting mothers, supporting maternity, but they don't, but they kind of still ignore the wrongs that they did. Um, I personally, I'm gonna let you talk first. I've been talking for a while. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, big guy. Because you know, even in all of this, just um, I think it begs the question of you know women and how their career is sacrificed you know, when they decide to have families and things, right? And, and mm-hmm. so one of the things that even popped up um, for me was, you know, how Maya Moore, you know, um, former WNBA champion, player, uh, you know, MVP, rookie of the year um, in, in, in Connecticut, college basketball, great. She decided to take another year, another season off um, from her professional sports career to like, work on her family and all those things and you know essentially you know for a lot of these women they're they just don't get paid they're deciding to you know take that off like take that time off and you know and, and not to say that these situations are the same because it's not like Allison Felix deciding to have a kid just meant she just stopped working altogether. but yeah. it is like it does beg the question and even we talked about this offline and I'm sure we'll get into it more but how you know you and I have day jobs and there is like concessions for, you know, female coworkers that decide to have kids and how they can get like, you know, paid maternity leave and all these things. But in the sports realm or things like that, um, nah, son, it's a, it's a, it's a bottom line. It's a dollar, it's a dollar figure. And so if you're not bringing in dollars, then it don't make sense. So, you know what I'm saying? So that was another interesting part about it, but I know you have more. So what else you got? like i think just outside of sports this country in just it sucks as far as like maternity and paternity leave sure but like there there's there are some companies that give you six weeks 
that'll give you like five weeks. Yeah. So, okay, you had a baby, so uh, when are you coming right. back? Right. Um, get back to work. Hurry so up. So I was looking at Finland. Boy. Finland, starting this year, regardless of the the gender of the child's biological parents, uh, uh, on the gender or whether they are, I'm sorry, regardless of the gender of the parent or whether they are the child's biological parents, so you can you can adopt the kid. What they get each parent gets 164 days. That's seven months. Uh, pay time off. That's not that don't even sound realistic, bro. But it's necessary though. Think think about how think about how a child develops in the first seven months, and like you want to be there as much as possible. Yeah, and not just pawn your kid off to a babysitter or, or like uh, a nanny daycare. And and on top of that, single parents get double the time. They get damn. They get a they get dinner a year and a half. Dog, listen. Okay, look. The, you know the counter argument to that though, right? Is that like these are the countries that aren't really like productive countries, right? I understand. Like, what do you mean, like, uh, like as far as what? Because like as far as Finland, because of the education as well. Well, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, in productive in terms of like generating money and and strong economies, right? Like. And, and and that's and that's and that's where I where my issue comes into into because yeah because you don't fuck with capitalism. I I'm not saying I don't fuck with capitalism. I'm saying like, what's more important, like human life and quality of life, or 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 just the amount of money you can generate at the end of the day. Oh no, I mean I, you're not getting no pushback here. Like I think it's we should true. you know so, that, so like when you, people. Say, when you say productive com- countries, I, I I would I would argue that Finland is a more productive country than the United States is. Cause like, no, like what, what are we, what are we beating? What are we beating? Like, like the developed world in Finland's a more productive country than the United States of America. Come on today. I mean, it, uh, I'll give you that it treats its people better. Sure. But productive, like, come on, man. California I, by I, itself I, I is. Just, like, and what do you, like, that's, we, we just going back and we're going in circles now. Cause I said, as far as productive, what do you mean? Money? Cause in, in my opinion, I think when you're treating the people better, that makes you productive, right? So, like, if you if you have a better if you have a, if you're higher in education, <sighs> you you have things like oh, you had a baby. Look, listen, we know we know we know that our children are our future. Our future. So, here's invest them money. Invest in them, right? Yeah. And then, what does America lead the world in? Besides, I, because it's not money. Because because we're not number one. No. Nope. Oh, oh, okay, we are number one, but in the next what? Decade, I, we're not gonna be number one anymore. No, we'll be number uh, two. Okay, we're, we're not number three. one though. Okay, sure. uh, so what do we? What, what do you mean first then? Uh, uh, jailing people, putting people in prison. Oh, I mean, we're we're, we're gonna stay number one at that for a good. Uh, minute. Uh, spending good money, minute. Uh, spending money on, on on our military. Facts. Uh, obesity. Yep, we got that too. Uh, what else? Um. <laughs> They, they think we shouldn't be number one in. I think we we would be like number one in racism if they could quantify it somehow. Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, I, I think France and England might have give us a go for our money per capita. They got they got they got historical racism. <laughs> we got racism today. Actually, no, because the queen, because <laughs> the queen apparently she uh you know they feel some type of way in the institution. We ain't gonna talk about it, but you know. Yeah. But um. We but yeah. we saw Meghan Markle on there uh, being real sad, bro. So. Yeah, I, I say all that um, to, to say that when it comes to like maternity and 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 children, we don't invest as a country like we should. So that that's obviously going to trickle down into sports. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So then, so then, 
my question to you then is what why the positive feelings towards the ad right because really you know at least from my perspective or or, or you know people that are less in, aware of like the Allison Felix situation and things like that you know doesn't this now just sound like it's Nike's attempt to cover their ass like is this in good faith is would be my question right because sure it's like oh look we're you know parading around these pregnant women um for the you know and saying that you're athletes too blah 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 but it really just looks like damage control right like why should we be celebrating Nike or allowing this to let their stock price go up right like it's fucked up, kind of, right? Um, so, yes and no. Uh, I think that we can say that, yes, Nike, as well as other other sports companies that have, you know, followed suit. Yes, what you're doing now is a good thing. Like, you, you've seen, like, the importance of, of allowing women the space to... To, to have children, to to be in their kids' lives and not be punished for it. But on the flip side, we can still hold you accountable for the things that you did in the past. I'm gonna give you a parallel. It might not be perfect, but I'm gonna give you a parallel. Okay. So you, you have the United States government, right? Okay. And for, for a long time, from 1619 all the way to 1865, they, like the country's okay with slaves. Like by, by law, by law. Yes, okay, by law, okay. Then, you know, Civil War happened, uh, uh, Reconstruction happened, then- Martin Luther King happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we're done, and then racism's over. No, 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 so then the government, let's say, let's say in the, in, in the 60s, the government said, okay, we see the error in our ways, we're gonna, we're gonna pass the Voting Rights Act. Okay. We're gonna give, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna pass all these different amendments, we're gonna put all these amendments to the Constitution, and we're gonna, we see the error in our way, we're gonna give, we're gonna allow people, black people, women, whoever else to vote, to, to have the same rights as everyone else. We're gonna get rid of Jim Crow, we're gonna do all this stuff, right? Okay. And yes, that's a great thing. Like we're moving forward, right? Yeah. But okay. but we still hold America accountable. Like America's never apologized for slavery. No. Not really never, never will, yeah. So we can still demand that. America went back on and reneged on 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 giving 40 acres in the mill. Yeah, like and reparations and what have you. Yeah, yeah. So like we can still hold America accountable, even though like America, not as people, but like America in like as a government, as like a government putting things in place, even though there's still people trying to chip away at things. Because like I'm sure there's people, I'm sure there's people at Nike who are like, why are we making these concessions concessions for women? Like no. So I still think it's possible to say, you know, good job what you're doing. But this other thing that you did before, it's still fucked, fucked up, up kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a long winded way, but I think I get what you're putting. I think I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. it, it's not like it's not like we're forgiving them, but you know, maybe it's like good that they're at least bringing light to this. And, you know, in a perfect world, maybe there would be some sort of air quotes reparations for like, the athletes that were harmed in the way of us getting to this place. But, you know, we, we joke about it offline, but like how shitty it is to be a trailblazer, especially when you're like a minority or a person of color, where it's like, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to sacrifice, you have to go through the, the mess and the, the BS 
And then ultimately when the world catches up, you're kind of sitting there like, well, you know, it would have been nice to kind of get my piece of the pie too, but you know, you're doing something that's bigger than yourself and bringing awareness to it. And so um, uh, I think the last thing maybe is, could you share um, Alison Felix's words after she saw the, the, the ad? Because I think that kind of, sheds light on her perspective of it as well right? yeah, yeah yeah so she said uh it was also hard to watch my experience along with many others forced nike to support athletes maternity and when i watch this ad it doesn't seem to acknowledge that war this ad is beautiful and heartbreaking it celebrates all of the right things but seems to ignore the struggle it took to get to this point so like she likes the ad itself yeah 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 she recognizes like the impact but also yeah. like, she said it well like it doesn't acknowledge the struggle to get there and maybe yep. that's coming you know hopefully yep for sure good stuff so um i guess anything else to say on that it's, it's good uh, no you know, it's, nope. it's a, i guess you know and Speaking of Nike being opportunist, you know, it is still International Women's Month as well. So it makes sense to have an ad like this going on in, in times like like we're having now, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well done, Nike. Keep that stock price going up, baby. Yep. You, you invest in Nike, right? Uh-huh, sure do. Of course you do. I mean, in Brooks, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Cough, cough. I, I, I invest in all things that I use, or I try to. Oh, all, man. I got to tell you. I got to tell you about this app offline too for investing shits okay um it kind of hits oh, oh you don't want to like put the listeners on oh like, no you're right no you're right you're right uh, have you heard i mean i think you might have heard of it it's called griffin oh yeah yeah, yeah. One, like if you like if you buy like a certain like let's say i go to starbucks and i, yeah. I buy a latte it takes mm -hmm. like change from it and it, it automatically invests that change into the stock market yeah or, or no it, 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 it basically invest it in the company of the that you're spending it on so if i spend yeah. a dollar if i spend x dollars at starbucks and it'll put a dollar in starbucks stock yeah. or a nike stock or amazon stock <clears throat> so you're directly investing in the things that you use which is i think one of the first um things that people tell you when you're getting started investing in stocks is to you know buy the stocks of the stuff that you use because you know about it yep so yeah okay we you know all right we, we're not holding out you know what I'm saying? We got love for the listeners. So Griffin, G-R-I-F-I-N. Um, the greatest revolution in finance is now. That's what it stands for. Cool. So speaking of taking money and flipping that, uh, let's talk about our 46th president, Moneybag Joe. Moneybag Joe, yo. Moneybag Joe, is, is his Twitter is affectionately named him. Over the past week, he signed the historic 1.9 trillion dollar COVID-19 relief law. Oh my God. Is it 1.9 because COVID-19? <laughs> Maybe. What is, is God, right? I mean, I'm literally, this is, this is snapped in my brain, but like, it's not a coincidence, right? It can't be. I mean, because it went up to the Republicans, they would have had a way less, but It'd have been a one dollar ninety cents. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, he signed the the this economic relief package last Thursday. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of people have been getting their uh $1,400 stimulus checks in the mail. So, you know, 
uh, I think in addition to that, it included like a $3,600 credit for children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I think I saw a figure something like 90% of American households were receiving financial assistance. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good for like a lot of people struggling lately. And yep. so um, uh, what, what were your thoughts, I guess? Um, one, uh, Twitter is undefeated undefeated forever yes uh the the memes the jokes just hilarious um i i know everyone's getting there not everyone because i'm surely not getting i didn't get no 14 million dollars but um don't uh, flex don't flex on the listeners because you don't flex flex on the listeners because you got big bag over there money bag tune day and shit come on man why are you acting up like that bro did you get it huh Huh? Huh? Like it was fourteen hundred. I want fourteen hundred. Shit. Uh, I didn't get no fourteen hundred either. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, But but I know like that's the the main headline. Everyone getting the check. But there's so much and so many other things in there. Like the schools, like the public, the public school system, the public education is getting a huge chunk of this to like to to get teachers vaccinated, to get bus drivers, lunch people vaccinated, to to help like ventilate schools. Um, there's a there's a small infrastructure part in that because there's a new infrastructure bill that's going to be coming out soon. But uh, for instance, OSHA is is getting a huge chunk of this um, occupational safety and health administration. And we talked about this before we started. And OSHA is really important in providing like the laws and regulations around the workplace in around the country. So that's big because we have uh, uh, states with governors like in in Texas or in Georgia or in Florida who keep saying uh, I'm ending all mass mandates. Like, but if OSHA says, yeah, exactly. if yeah. OSHA says, well, we're creating this federal mandate that if you, if you don't have your employees in this type of establishment wearing masks, then we can come in and find and, and, and uh, find your the company. So it's not, it's not gonna matter what each individual governor or mayor says, if OSHA makes a regulation for masks, then people have to wear them. Yeah, and I think, and, and so for me, I'm not super aware of all the, the particulars, right? And so, you know, every time we have like a lot of these big bills, you know, obviously there's the, the headline thing, right? Where yep. it's the, the, the stimulus checks, right? Boom. And, you know, I even talked about the, the credits for children and things like that. Uh, but you're right. There are a lot of other things, you know, even other um, job aid supplements and programs for millions of people. Uh, you had talked about like the relief for state and local governments, um, you know, assistance for schools. You know, I even saw some stuff in there about supplemental nutrition assistance programs and stuff just to kind of make sure people have, have like healthy food to eat and things like that. And so, you know, this is such a huge, oh, $30 billion also in aid to restaurants and things like that, which is, you know, definitely needed. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a massive thing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and, it's, and, and it's supposed to drop people's health, um, healthcare um, insurance premiums, like all the way down. Really? Mm-hmm. If I hear, if you were like on Cobra, uh-huh. Like if you have like if you don't have insurance through your workplace, like that can be like super expensive. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Because uh, like I think I I, had, I was on Cobra for like four months between 
between when I left my fellowship and when I got my job. Mm-hmm. And I I got insurance through COBRA. That shit is super expensive, yo. Really? Yeah, man. The premiums are expensive as fuck. So, am I am I tweaking? Am I being like crazy when you see like these big bills that are passing that are you know you know obviously doing a lot of good to help um, you know working class people throughout the nation that there are always like little things that get snuck into these bills that could ultimately like backfire on us in like a I mean, decade. Of, of course. I mean, like that's, that's the messy part about politics where it's like, you know, we can easily talk about the headlines and all those things, but I would be curious what this looks like in 10, 15 years. Like it's obviously necessary, but they always be sneaking some shit in there, bro. That'd be a little funny, bro. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean. It's the name of the game, you know? I mean, we yeah. got to get it done. I'm glad that they did get it uh, done. Also, I want to, I want to, um, before we get to the actual jokes. <laughs> before we get to the jokes. I want to point out that uh, zero Republicans voted for this bill. Zero. But there, but there are Republicans now who are trying to take credit for it. Oh, I was just about to say, they're definitely like, man, this bill is going to really do a lot to help you. Yeah, but you didn't vote for it, though. Didn't vote, not nary one. Not one of them. Not nary one. Keep that in mind. I know if I preach into the choir, but keep that in mind when midterm elections come up. Um, it's not going to matter. Bro. 2022. That's the, da- that's, the, that's the saddest part is that it's not going to matter. I don't think it's going to matter. I was saw I saw like a a, a story they did in on CNN. There was like some um, uh, some communities in rural Illinois that were talking about like just how happy they were that they got this relief bill and like how it could help their you know families and such. Yeah. And they were like, "Why the fuck didn't our elected officials vote for this? Like, what the fuck?" But the elected officials are like doing like you said. They're like taking credit. Like, yeah, look at this. This is gonna be such good money. Blah blah blah. And it's like, well, you didn't vote for it, jackass. Like. Why should we ride with you? But they still got the outcome they wanted. So I don't think it's going to change their minds. You know, it's yeah. foolish, absolutely foolish. But let's get to the jokes because, you know, Twitter being undefeated, you know, when $14 started hitting people's bank accounts, everybody had, had something funny to say. So we can go, let's, let's go. What do, you, what do you got? Let me see. Let me pull up. Let me pull up some of these bad boys because it's just for funny. The funniest thing is like, I know because that's the whole point of it. The joke is like $1,400, like. And a lot of money. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Right, right, right. But motherfuckers right. acting rich, rich. So <laughs> we out here. Man. So uh, one of the ones that was funny to me was when somebody's like, oh, a direct deposit, $1,400. Uh, Don's employee. Did you say you want fries with that? Me, no, I say I want to not, not fries, I want a franchise. $1,400, though. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. Look, somebody said $1,400 $1, stimulus check hits. Me, can I have an Oreo McFlurry? McDonald's, the machine is down. Me, how much to fix it? <laughs> Folks got the big bag, bro. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, bank account plus $1,400. Me at five guys. Bring me the sixth guy. <laughs> uh direct deposit fourteen dollars. Me at Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Open it. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it on the door and shit. Uh, somebody posted uh okay, uh account balance, fourteen hundred dollars. Me. And it shows like the the Amazon ticker and it says short sort by price, high to low. <laughs> yeah, you, you know me, yo. On, on a regular day? How to low low to high. Low to high. Nah, not when that fourteen hundred dollars stimmy hits, baby. Uh, account balance fourteen hundred dollars. Supervisor, where are you? Me? Why? 
folks oh. have folks have really went hard in the paint uh and i'm here for it you know twitter i really wish you know twitter you know i don't wish anything twitter's great i'm here for twitter yo that's my favorite app it's gotta be it's gotta be twitter is the shit um so yeah share a couple of those we'll post them on our page too because them shits are lit um and maybe that maybe that'll, maybe that'll be the um uh, uh picture for this episode the picture of Moneybag joe oh yeah yeah. yeah have yeah. you seen these yeah i saw yeah yeah with the do-rag and shit it was almost as good as the pictures of uh vision with the with the uh turtleneck oh yeah, the yeah chain yeah. and the do-rags and shit on bruh you see you see the one with uh with joe biden holding money up to his ear oh like like uh what's his name um young gangster or whatever yeah, like yeah. that one yo shout out to 46 bro is this gonna leave our country in crippling debt i won't talk about it i don't know that's all speculation it's okay help the people man we'll all figure right. it out from there so speaking of you know our the, the stimmies that, that kind of leads us into our waxing hypothetical question so Suppose, so, you know, this past year, this is the third round of stimulus checks. I think the first one was uh, 1200 and then 600 and then 1400 So uh, there are people who literally have been collecting unemployment or just have been working for the past year. So the question is, suppose the government decided to give you, get everyone uh, a year of back salary. Whatever your salary was, on you, you claim on your tax returns in 2020 or 2019, they gave it to you in, in 2021. What would you do with that money? So think about how much money you made in 2019 and the government made you, gave you that lump sum. What would you do with that money? Ooh, wee. If I got, if I got a year's pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if, you got, if you got like your six figure, six figure salary, Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, don't be in my, don't be counting my pockets, baby, don't be counting my pockets. Uh, so, so, so you got your $230,000 check. Bruh, um, you're out of pocket <laughs> right now, you're out of pocket right now. We ain't you, Tunde. Uh, of us is I, I'm an academia, yeah. so. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, If I got my yearly salary as a fat check from the government mm. oh we i would take i think i would take like 20 racks and act the ass i think i would take 20 racks and act a fool with it and then the rest like we no 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 expound we say act a fool i mean you're going to oh like i'm, I'm yeah like i'm going i'm going out of the country with the homies and we're just like bottles service everywhere we on jet skis like you know resorts with like all the finest amenities like just really like oh, living I thought, it I, up. Say, I thought i was gonna say something different you said the finest i thought the next girl was going to be something different what finest champagne finest yeah, yeah, yeah yeah champagne finest champagne the money can buy yeah is that what you thought i was gonna say yeah 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 i thought so i read your mind I don't know what else. Would, I don't know what else you think I would say because, as the wholesome half of the podcast, um, you know that's where my mind goes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, however, you know, I, I mean, I would, I would use a significant portion of it. Which country do you go to? 
first country I go to, shoot. If I wanted to like baller trip while out, Dubai, right? Okay. Um, but then I would also, I, I, I just really want to go to Egypt, bro. I really want to go to Egypt. I've never been, but it's a place that I've like wanted to go for a while now. Um, and then back to Tokyo, because Tokyo is my favorite place that I've been in my life so far. Okay. And then, then the rest of it, you do what? The rest of it, uh, I'm like, I'm buying real estate, bro. I'm buying real estate. I'm, I'm taking fat checks, especially out here in the Bay Area. Like, I could finesse my way into something super nice, super nice. Um, and then, you know, we just building generational wealth, G. Notice how you talk about building generational wealth, buying real estate. He said buy a house. He said buying real estate with, with, with one year's check. What? Look at that. What? Hey. No, no, that's not, that's not how it works. Hey, hey, listen, you just got to put a little change down. Everywhere. You just got to put a little change down. That's you all. Like, I, you know, I just sprinkle a little. Okay, you're not gonna you're not gonna have <laughs> you're not gonna have me out here like I'm doing something, bro. Uh, Listen, now I am I am I'd be incredibly proud by the check that I got, you know, and I would use it to like set myself up where I could ultimately yeah, sure. have financial freedom and not have to work for these mugs no more. For sure, so. for sure. I think also being semi-responsible, I would uh I don't I don't really have like a lot of well, I don't have a lot of debt. So like to, I would say like oh I pay off a bunch of debt, like I I have one credit card, so I like, you know, pay off the balance with, with some of it. Um, I think I would also invest. I don't know what type of investment I would do. I would I would take like eighty percent of it and invest. Um, okay. Play, play the stocks a little bit, maybe maybe pur- purchase if not property, purchase land. Um, I think it's a it's a really safe investment. Uh, would they, you would you do like we talked about last year, where you would uh, stack that bread up and then like have a compound back home in Nigeria and then be like deuces on these mugs out here? I would definitely do something in Nigeria. Definitely, definitely, that'd be one of my investments. Partner up with Acon and be out of here for sure. I, uh, for sure. I don't know if I would just just leave off one year salary. I don't make that much money, but uh, boys, stop. Why are you out here? Fraudulent oh, okay. on the podcast. Why are you then, here fraudulent on the podcast? And then I would also, I would also travel. Um, what think, country are you going to? Are you, are you like traveling like to experience the world? Are you traveling to like? Experience, experience uh, both. I think you do both, right? So where would but you like, go? Um, I think I'll do a, like an Africa run. Oh, like, like a lot of countries in Africa? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I've, you know, I love West Africa, but you know, I want to see something like other countries. Like I would, I want to do South Africa. Want to do go to Eritrea, boy. Yeah, East Africa for sure. Eritrea. Oh wait. Um, oh wait. Uh, Zanzibar for sure. Um, North Africa. You said Egypt, Morocco, like Morocco for, sure. For, sure, for sure. Yeah. So like, I would think I would just stick with the motherland. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, I, I would just like you ball out a little bit and then for sure. And be and be smart with the rest. So you know, I, I as we were talking, like I, I just started feeling bad. Cause at no point was I like, man, I'm gonna buy a house for my mama. Like, but still, it's only, it's only one year salary. Like, it's not like yeah, it's I, not like I got a, I, a signing I, bonus in the yeah. NFL. You know, I know you're balling, but you, yeah, you're not making like a couple million in a year. Yeah, I, I mean, and honestly, like you know, I would rather set set up these investments, right? Like, you know, if you were to do stocks, like I think it'd be smart to do a bunch of dividend stocks as well. So then you're like 
having that income yep. coming back to you mm-hmm. every time. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, shit, Warren Buffett lives off of Coca-Cola stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he never has to do anything else again. Like, it's such a finesse out here, man. Finance, finance is such a finesse. Uh, but yeah, like all of that, all of that being said, like, yeah, I think, it, I think it's okay to take some of that money and like, just enjoy it a little bit. Right. Like, yep. you know, what's the point of having all that money if you, you can't take it with you. So, you know, have some put aside for the, the people you care about and then, you know, stimulate the economy one time, baby. Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you this story about my cousin, uh, his birthday when he was in New Orleans, G. Was it recently? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was last weekend. Oh, yeah. Tell me, tell me off the podcast. Yes, sir. It's an <laughs> off the podcast story. Hey, sign up to our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have one yet, but when we get it, sign up for it. Yeah, our OnlyFans. Sign up for our OnlyFans and you'll hear all the... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put my OnlyFans link in the bio. I yeah. think you you really you probably do have an OnlyFans. Like, I do not have an OnlyFans. I feel like you. I feel like if anybody would have an OnlyFans, it would be you. I probably would, but you would, I, I don't have one. And I'm not convinced that you don't have one today. I do. I promise that. I, I would say if I did. Would you? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't would give you. you link. I wouldn't give anybody the link. But would you say if you had one? Yeah. Because I would. I would want it to remain anonymous. Yeah, because it's the only little freaky, freaky, dicky, <laughs> the little freaky, dicky only thing. But I do not. I do not. I'd, I'd be too nervous. Would it be crazy to have like a wholesome OnlyFans though? Like an OnlyFans where it wasn't like sex driven? Like what if we read like kids stories or something like that? I'm pretty sure there's OnlyFans like that. We could read Dr. Seuss books, the ones that aren't canceled. Um, I'm pretty sure people like, especially if you have an audience already, and you're like, I can get use popular. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could, especially so, you know. Listen, oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you how 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 guys work. Okay, explain to me how guys work. Yes, please. No, no, no. no. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to like our listeners. Oh, okay. I'm about to say. Uh, right. <laughs> if 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 you let's say you are a popular, let's say you're a popular Instagrammer, mm-hmm. right, and you you happen to be you happen to be someone who a lot of people find attractive and you have a large base, right? You could literally make a OnlyFans doing exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a chapter of a book each night. Yep. That's your bedtime stories. And, and then if you if you made subscriptions twenty dollars a month, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you had ten thousand Instagram followers, I guarantee you can make a thousand, a thousand people would sign up for your OnlyFans. Yeah, easy. Ten percent would easily sign up for your OnlyFans. And after at that thousand, ninety percent of those would be men. <sighs> of course, man. Okay, so this is this is a this is a tangent, but like we got we're here now. Um, so I was, I was, I was watching like some interview or something on on, I can't remember which podcast it was. Maybe it was the Fresh and Fit podcast or something like that. But essentially, they were talking about why, oh, because the women had asked the question about, like, why aren't, like, why are guys paying for OnlyFans when porn is free, right? Like, it's like, you know, you're, you're just paying all this money to see, like, a pair of boobs or something like that. Like, that's lame. You can watch porn. And really, like, the thing with OnlyFans is that for a lot of guys that aren't, like, well-versed in, like, really talking to women or having relationships with women of any kind, right? Um, OnlyFans kind of gives that illusion of that intimacy, right? Where it's like, oh, you have like 
insights into my life. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. is me going to the store and you get to be a part of that. Where, and, it, and you you have that illusion of like, oh, like, you know, if your girlfriend is going out somewhere and like, she's like, oh, hey, babe, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up something from McDonald's. Like, you know, and you just get to like be a part of a woman's life. Then that's really what they're paying for. It's, it's more than sex because like sex is accessible, like free. So you're really just paying for intimacy from a woman. And it's like, that's why, it can be so dangerous because these guys really start thinking they know the woman or like falling in love with this girl. Uh, and like you have stalkers and all this other crazy stuff. And when I heard that, I was like, that's terribly sad, but I mean, it's super believable. Um, I don't subscribe to anyone's only fans though. So just pray for me y'all. I don't think I do. I don't, I'm joking. I do not subscribe to anyone's only fans. I, I I have if I had OnlyFans, would you subscribe to it? Are you asking me? Yeah. This is a serious question. What do you what, what's your content? Does it matter? Yeah. If you're on the naked, I, I don't mind subscribe to oh, it. Oh no, it's no no dick pics. No dick okay. pics. Yeah, then yeah. Okay, just I mean like just like, to support the kid. You know what I'm of saying? Of course, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like throw a couple of dollars to the kid. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't I? I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah support the homies. Thank you. Yeah, I th- that's all. That's all I'm saying. Like, just yeah, support yeah. the kid. You know, yeah. it don't gotta be nothing weird. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Small business over here, baby. Thanks, Tunde. I would subscribe to yours too. Just tell me the link offline. I know you got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all man. right, let's get up out of here, man. We have talked this subject to death, um, and you know we shouldn't feel bad that we didn't say you know, pay off debts and all this. Or I think you said pay off debts, but, you know, I think that, you know, a little bit of debt is good. Um, you know, and so, well, you know, yep. you know, spend the money wisely. I mean, I know you're going to have a fat check. So, you know, you have a lot of opportunities to do big things. So, you know, for the rest of us little people, like how would y'all spend y'all money, man? Tell us how you would spend y'all big bag over there. All the all the Summer 16 listeners get to the big bag. So that's why we love y'all. So you can yeah. you got a big bag, though. I know we're gonna talk about it later on. Right. You can contribute some of that big bag to the Cash App dollar sign summer 16 pod, or you can just give us feedback. Uh, summer 16 podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So on that note, shall we do our AVM, sir? Yep, yep. Let's do it. Um uh, you can go. I think you go first this week. Yep, huh? yep. I'll go first. So I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while, but I'm back. Big BSF. Big BSF, baby. Let's yeah, talk big BSF, about it. Big Zelda. I'm back. Zelda, so, baby, we here. This Friday coming up, by the time you hear it, it'll be or the 19th, March 19th. Uh Benji the Butcher drops plugs I met, the plugs I met too. Uh if you don't know what the plugs I met is, it's You're not an it. amazing tape or mixtape of just greatness. It has amazing features. Like oh push, God. push has a like push and and Benny on the same track, it's out of this world. It's, that's that's all the cocaine rappers. Push, yeah. The only other thing that would make it better is if Freddie Gibbs got on there too. Man, listen, he's, he's somewhere listen. else, yeah. And it is pushing. I mean, I push, uh, Black Thought and, and and Benny on on on, uh, on the intro track too. Great. Yeah. Part two comes out this Friday, and then so my audio is the first single off plugs I met too. It's called Thanksgiving by Benny the Butcher. Just go ahead and listen to it. If you're into cocaine rap like I am and like John is, just go ahead and listen to it. It's amazing. It's he's saying cocaine rap. 
right? The rap, like the rappers that talk about it. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be very clear, because somebody listened to that real quick, like they're into what? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Rappers that talk about selling cocaine. The rappers that talk about their dr- drug pursuits, getting them. Yeah, I, I don't particularly like rappers who talk about using drugs. Yeah, what? when did that become the thing? Like, I don't know. That's what they talk about. You know, we went from glorifying the drug dealers to the drug users. And it's like, that's backwards, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Backwards. I'm, I'm not on it. But Benny, Thanksgiving. Visual. Man, oh, man. So last night, Callie had me watching this 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 new show. Another I'm, rom-com? Hell no. I told you, she <laughs> don't watch it like that. I know, I know, yeah. I know. It's called The Murder at the White House Farm. It's I'm only a, saying that because when she listens, she'll roll her eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... Okay, it's a it's a series. It's like a a true crime docu series or like reenactment. It's about uh, it's about this fam, this entire family that was murdered in Essex, England or United Kingdom in 1985. Mm. Uh, like the like the man and the woman. They're like in their 60s. They were murdered. The adopted daughter was murdered and the six-year-old twins. Damn. Um, and then so the only surviving members were uh the the adopted son. And that was that was it. And then so like the the husband and so the everyone thought that the 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 daughter or the, the mother of the twins did it. But there's like this there's like this sergeant who's like, okay, things don't look right in this crime scene. And he's like, I want episode, I think three, four. So, so we're to the point where like things don't look right. And then like the police captain is trying to like close the case because it's high profile, whatever, but it's based on the true story. Mm-hmm. And so far it's pretty good if you're into like shit like that. Okay. But yeah, it's the, uh, the White House um farm murders murder at the white house farm okay that's on which which streaming thing is uh, it on? netflix okay Ooh, yep. you got money here we go i bet you don't even share your netflix account i bet it's just yours it's not even mine okay that's not oh so Callie got money all right why are we playing with each other man we need to get like Callie, dog what's up listen yo. listen yo. yo. Let's get to the big bag. All right. So my mental podcast I listened to earlier today, um, This American Life by Chicago Public Radio. Um, they have a podcast called This American Life. And today's uh, this episode, episode 695, is called Everyone's a Critic. And basically, it, it talks about, like, the, in our society, our world, why everyone feels the need to review and criticize everything like just random things and it like it starts out this guy who's like a best-selling author and his book was on amazon and has like has like four thousand ratings and he talks about like how all the four and five stars he's like whatever those are great whatever but he's focused on these one and two star ratings yeah and, and like he goes in and he's like oh let me go see what they gave five stars and he's like picks through like all this stuff they gave five stars and it's like this woman gave a five stars to, to Amazon gift cards. Like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, so, so like it, it 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 tells like four different stories. But sure. the one that, the one that kind of drew me in the most was Act One, and it's called "Their Eyes Weren't Watching God." 
And it's like mm. this black woman who moved to Harlem and like she's like trying out different churches. And the one of the churches she tried out was First Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem. The reason why this drew me in was because when I moved to Harlem, I was also trying out different churches. And I also went to First Corinthian Baptist Church. Really? Yep. I went there like two or three times. And it was off-putting. And the reason why it was off-putting, same for her. Because they have a large contingent each week of tourists that come, like, when I say tourists, I don't mean like, oh, you came here from... from uh, Another faith. No, like, you came here from, like, Florida or something. I mean, tourists, like, you came here from Denmark or Germany. Like, like white Europeans who come... Wait, wait why don't you like that? What's wrong with that? All right, so it's like white Europeans who come to like this black church, right? Uh-huh. And they sit, so it's back, it's backwards, right? So in the 60s, there used to be like movie theaters where like the white black people had to sit in the balcony. Mm-hmm. In this case, the white people had to sit in the balcony, the tourists. Right. So like they're taking pictures of black people praying in, in the most vulnerable state. Oh, like, 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 but they're doing it like tourists because they're like, oh, look, I went to America and I saw exactly black people praying to white Jesus, silly. Exactly, right? And then yeah. so the first Corinthian Baptist Church, I mean, I, I mean, I, the, the church also has, um, what's that? They have a yelp. Uh, oh, right? shit. I was about to say, how has this got to do with the, uh, yeah. so she, goes to the, the she, she goes to the yelp and, and then somebody from, from Germany was like, um, if you're expecting singing like on Sister Act, this is not it. One star. Dog, stop. Man. <laughs> <laughs> My man said like on Sister Act, <laughs> which is a phenomenal movie, by the way. Like, fam, like these people are like trying to get closer to God and like, yes. eyes, and you're like taking selfies with selfie sticks in there. This is a spectacle to them. Like, yeah, exactly, right? So that, that's, why, that's why I didn't particularly like that church, but, damn. Like, but it talks about that. But there's they probably like not they probably not put they probably not put nothing in the collection plate either. Huh? And she had a conversation with her pastor too, like about like how he doesn't have a problem with it, and like he's like faith is supposed to be between you and God. Should be you should have paid attention to them, and and who would we be? We wouldn't be, we wouldn't be like Jesus like if we like deny them the chance to come in. And I'm just like, hmm. I get that, but that's what the people in um and shit. I forgot the name of the church. But anyway, the, the, the church where Dylan Roof came in and, and killed the entire yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Bible study. Yeah. So I get it, but then I don't. But like you said, they're they're vulnerable. It's a vulnerable place, right? Because it's the house of the Lord, right? So you're not gonna ever take it like this is my house, you can't come in. Because for the Lord, you know, all people are welcome. So exactly. Like, you can't you can't damned if you do, damned if you don't, basically. Yep. But but there's there's three other acts. Um include no four other acts, including the prologue, but it's a really good episode, I think. Um, and it made me think a lot. But while we're at rating, go ahead and give us five stars on. on, on man, fuck around. Y'all, y'all <laughs> critics, man. Let's get these, uh, yeah, five stars on, on Apple Podcasts. You know, I don't Spotify. So yeah. Spotify have ratings? I, don't, I was about to say, I don't think Spotify ratings, but you can follow us. You know what I'm saying? You can add the kids. Uh, but yeah, like write a little blurb on there. Give us a critique, man. I, okay i'll be honest i looked at our stuff on, on apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. and we have like 99 percent five stars and then somebody gave us a one star and i'm pretty sure this is something that's probably documented like in this episode but i was so obsessed with that one star like i was trying to like find information like where they where they come from who the fuck did this 
And and why is my ex hate me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Kind of, maybe not really. Um, but no, thanks for sharing that, Team Day. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you always do a great job. Um, so for my audio, visual, and mental recommendations, uh, I'm going to start with the audio. So it was a new album came out. Mad excited for it. It's called When It's All Said and Done, Take Time by Givian. Are you familiar with Givian? Yes. I think uh, most people most people have heard him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago Freestyle on Drake's um, EP or whatever last year or something, whatever the fuck he dropped. Uh, it's so good, bro. There's so many like fire singles, fire tracks on there. Uh, All to me. That's the one that's on my playlist. Yeah, it's a it's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. Like it makes. Listen, let me not get in my feelings yet, bro. It's a good album. Okay, the beach is crazy. Um, like I want you is probably one of my probably my favorite. Vanish goes crazy. Um, there's Snow Allegra's on there with last time. I'm not a huge Snow Allegra fan, but she sings beautifully. So man, check out the check out the album. When it's all said and done, yep, take I'm time. Going ahead. I'm adding it now. Yeah, it's it's a vibe, bro. It's a vibe. Um, let's see, for my video, oh, I'm super excited for my video because one of the bros, one of my dearest friends started a YouTube show. Uh, you know this guy, Vince. You know yep. Vince. Yep. Vince so, yep, Vince is the homie, man. He housed us for the Chicago Marathon, which yep. two two years ago now. Fuck. Um, but yeah, it's a YouTube show with a associated uh, with associated playlists every week, every Tuesday, the Tuesday tune up, uh, or just the tune up. So um, yeah, he basically just goes in every week and gives you like recommendations for songs. And it's like 12 that make up the playlist every week. It's it's no genre specific. It's just all good vibes, good music. And I would say that Vince is my musical soulmate. And so if he likes it, I'm probably going to like it. And, you know, secretly, I try to send him songs to include in his playlist. (laughs) Bro, this is heat, bro. This is heat, bro. But no, he does a great job. Um, And if all the songs that he puts up there, the the intro track they made it themselves and that goes hard too man so check out tuesday tune up it's a youtube show the podcast uh the excuse not the podcast the playlists are on apple apple music and spotify so we'll we'll, we'll put the links in there for you guys to go check it out um so proud to recommend that and then for my mental uh, i have like a mini docu-series i'll be watching all sorts of whatever on netflix and so this one is called murder among the mormons have you seen this? Uh-uh. Oh, man. So I don't even know why I pressed play on this joint G, but, you know, I was just fascinated. And the long story short is that it documents uh, this guy, Mark Kaufman, who's one of the most famous forgers in history. So he basically created a bunch of forged documents uh, that tried to bring down the Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, and it basically kind of documents how he was like finding these documents, how some of them were like, you know, threatening people's faith and how there was like a huge um, backlash in the Latter-day Saints movement based on some of these documents. Yeah. Uh, but then there's a bunch of murders because, um, you know, there was like some bombings that happened in the 
shoot, I want to say it was in like the 80s, like the mid to late 80s. The the Utah bombings were in 1985. Uh, It is pretty fascinating. It's three episodes. They're about an hour each, you know, miniseries. Um, I think maybe I pressed play on it because I was thinking of that documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I was obsessed with Abducted in Plain Sight. And that also took place with the Mormons in Utah. And so I saw Murder Amongst Mormons. I was like, yo, Mormons be getting cracking. And so I pressed play. So I'm, I'm two, two thirds of the way through. I'm gonna finish it up tonight. Okay. Uh, but it was good. It's, it's, it's entertaining. You know, it's a, it's a nice little short watch. Doesn't take too much out of you, but it was it's pretty interesting, man. So uh, Murder Among the Mormons. Nice, nice. Well, uh, I subscribe to Vince's Tuesday Tune Up. I don't know if you heard Let it, it roll. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> I was trying to subscribe to it. I subscribe to it. Uh, and I downloaded Giveon. Giveon. Sure. And I'll check this out after I watch. The shout, out, shout out my hometown, man. London, we in the building, baby. <laughs> we in London. Oh, uh, yeah. In the building, Good baby. recommendations. Good recommendations. All right. So you want to go ahead and uh, get out of here? Let us get out of here. All right. So. We've left you with some things to check out until next week. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. So as always, we want to thank you for listening because, you know, you don't have to. And we appreciate you, you know, spending your time with us each and every week. Um, Outside of the show, if you want to stay connected with us, you can email us at summer16podcast. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. Or on our show's Instagram, summer one six pod and that's the same um for our twitter summer one six pod if you want to reach us on facebook if you're 40 and over um damn just, like, why you gotta come for facebook like that bro <laughs> i'll be on facebook telling people how uh, hey, yeah that's the only reason why though right jesus yeah. how much time do you actually spend on facebook but anyway just, just, just type in summer one six podcast i'm under 40 yeah <laughs> Uh, all links were going to be in the description. And lastly, uh, if you enjoy the content and want to help us grow and provide better shows going forward, we have um, some things coming up pretty soon. Uh, don't hesitate to put anything towards our cash app. Uh, that's dollar sign summer one six pod. Anything helps. So until next time, a whole lot of gang shit. Gang, 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 gang. Man, stay safe out there, guys. If you have the opportunity to get vaccinated, it's important. Um, tell somebody you love them, man. It's a crazy world out here. Yep. Um, swipe right if you see me on Bumble. Yeah. Well, don't swipe right on me. Um, but I echo everything John just said. So you don't want him to swipe right, but you didn't say you're not on Bumble. So what is it, Tunday? You done told him yourself, boom. Andy, <laughs> Andy has an OnlyFans. Do not be fooled. He's about to tell me the link right now. If you, if you, if you send God. money to the cash app, Listen. then I will send it to you personally. Let's go. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. <laughs>